Hello and welcome. You are listening to Patrick Boyle on Finance, a podcast exploring ideas from quantitative finance, examining events occurring in markets right now and financial history to see what lessons can be taken away, including interviews with some of the most interesting people in the world of finance. To learn more about the podcast, visit onfinance.org. Welcome back to Patrick Boyle on Finance. So over the last few months, I found myself on a lot of long drives in the car listening to a number of podcasts. Many of the ones I enjoyed involved interviews with interesting and successful people. And I noticed that many of these interviews or the topics being discussed are effectively self-help for successful people. A lot of the most popular podcasters today are themselves quite wealthy and their content is aimed at an already successful follower base. People like Tim Ferriss, Shane Parrish, Ryan Holiday, Mark Manson and James Clear would all fall into this category, along with some of the Joe Rogan motivational clips that you can find here on YouTube. There are many interesting themes that I found that run through the advice given in these podcasts, such as to set a work schedule, to focus on the difficult things first, to write down lists of goals and affirmations, to focus on the things you can control and accept the things that you can't, and to be radically honest with both yourself and the people that you deal with. I'd love to hear what interesting or inspiring podcasts or YouTube channels you guys enjoy as well, so do let me know in the comments section. Some of the advice related to people going full circle. They started out working with a good job, but one in which they possibly have less control than they might have liked to have, where their time and their work schedule is structured and defined by their employer. After going to great lengths to escape that framework inspired by entrepreneurship or ideas around the early retirement fire movement, they became more autonomous. But then they found a need to find discipline and to build a new structure in their life that ensures that they continue learning, maintaining their health and continue to strive to improve their lives without having a boss pushing them to do so. It kind of interests me the extent to which successful people focus on self-improvement, which made me wonder what other habits do wealthy and successful people have. It's worth noting up front that just because the wealthy eat more caviar doesn't mean that eating more caviar will make you wealthy. The old correlation causality disclaimer, I guess, it applies to this. In the book Rich Habits, the author Thomas Corley reflects on these ideas after having studied rich and poor people for five years. And I put together a list of 13 habits of the self-made millionaires that he studied uh, that I found most interesting. Now, the first habit on the list is that rich people read constantly. In particular, he found that they read biographies of successful people, uh, self-help books or personal career development books and history books. 88% of the self-made millionaires said that they devote half an hour or more every day to self-education or self-improvement reading. In addition, as point number two, rich people don't watch very much television and the screen time that they do use is spent on educational content. Only 6% of the self-made millionaires studied admitting to watching reality TV shows, for example. 
At number three, rich people don't buy lottery tickets. Now, that's not to say that they play it safe with their money, though. Most of the people studied were business owners who put their own money on the table and took financial risks. They just take smart financial risks and they invest rather than gambling. At number four, the rich exercise and eat well. 76% of the self-made millionaires exercise for half an hour or more a day, and 57% said that they count calories every day. At number five, the rich sleep well and get up early. 89% of the self-made millionaires reported sleeping seven or more hours a night, and almost half said that they wake up at least three hours before the workday begins. Number six, the rich tend to have multiple streams of income. 65% had at least three streams of income that they created prior to making their first million dollars. Examples of the additional streams are real estate rentals, stock market investments, and part ownership in a side business. Number seven was overwhelming positivity. Long-term success is only possible when you have a positive mental outlook, according to Corley. He found that positivity was a hallmark of all of the self-made millionaires that he studied. At number eight, we have good etiquette. They don't use bad language. They dress appropriately for social occasions. They have good table manners, and they acknowledge people by saying thank you. Number nine, the self-made millionaires studied tend to seek feedback. Often people don't want to seek feedback for fear of being criticized, but feedback is essential to learning what's working and what's not. I thought this one was particularly interesting as when I interviewed Jack Schwager a few weeks ago here on YouTube, we discussed how successful traders see losing trades as feedback rather than bad luck, and they use it to improve their trading going forward. At number 10, it was found that self-made millionaires work longer hours than average. 86% of the rich people were found to work 50 hours or more per week, while of the general population, 43% of people do so, according to the book. 81% of the successful people also keep daily to-do lists, while 19% of regular people do. Number 11, the rich tend to mostly be friends with other wealthy people, and they avoid spending time with negative or destructive people. They also tend to volunteer for charitable organizations and civic groups, which they say allows them to surround themselves with good people. Of the millionaires studied, 72% volunteered for five hours or more per month. At number 12, they help others to succeed. Helping your friends and business associates succeed means that you are in a group of successful people. The people studied said that they don't just help anyone, though. They tend to help people who are already pursuing success, who are optimistic, who are goal-oriented, positive, and that they find uplifting. The last point on my list is that rich people set goals. The millionaires in the study were found to set annual and monthly goals. 67% of them actually write those goals down. While many other people chase other people's dreams, such as their parents, rich people define their own goals and pursue them relentlessly and passionately. Maybe now is a good time to follow Habit 13 and write down a monthly or an annual goal. I'd love to hear some of your goals and ideas in the comments section below. If you did find this helpful or interesting, don't forget to hit the like button and to subscribe. 
See you later. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you're notified when a new episode is posted. Thank you to everyone who is supporting this content on Patreon. If you enjoyed this content, you can find more like it on YouTube, on the Patrick Boyle on Finance channel, or follow us on Twitter at Patrick E. Boyle. Thanks for listening. Bye.